0: You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today's Friday, July 23rd. 2021 this episode is brought to you by spotify green room download spotify green room app and find out where you can listen to one of our locker rooms all right we are back in a big way the detroit tigers may never lose a baseball game ever again it's quite remarkable what's happening down at comerica park that is seven count them seven Straight victories for your Detroit Tigers Which is the longest active win streak In all of baseball Oddly enough, the second longest Does anyone know Any of you know who has the second longest win streak in baseball It is oddly enough The Arizona Diamondbacks Who are having a historically Horrible season Specifically with their road record And yet they've won four in a row Pretty remarkable But the Detroit Tigers are more remarkable. <laughs> now, uh, now, eight and a half games out of that wild card spot, uh, along with 12 out of the division lead. Both of those pretty hefty numbers. Both of those probably too late to uh, to recover from. Do I care? Not really. This is some of the most fun we've had watching Tigers baseball in, in half a decade. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy to be here, you know just happy to see it. It's so much fun. Everybody's having fun, the city's having fun, the tigers are having fun. The 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 city's just different when when the sports teams are winning, man. They really are. And the tigers haven't been a winning team for a long time. It's super super fun. It also puts us just 4 games under 500 now with a 47 and 51 record. Well, the team ahead of us in the American League is the Los Angeles Angels. At 47 and 48, we are a game and a half back from them and three games back from the Cleveland baseball team. So, there you go. There's your standings update because apparently we kind of have to do that now because we've been messing around and winning some baseball games, eh? Incredible. I love it. I love this team. I love this team so much. Oh, I love it. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just soaking it in. Let's talk about this game though, right. Detroit Tigers win another one completing the four-game series sweep of the Texas Rangers in front of the home crowd. We're now well over 500 in Comerica Park this year too, which is also fun. Protect a little home field advantage there. That's always fun. So, today was uh, was a bullpen day. Tyler Alexander gets the start Kyle Funkhauser gets the win, if I remember correctly. Um, five pitchers: Tyler Alexander, Ramirez, Farmer, Funkhauser, Soto. Yeah, so five pitchers. Uh, we win this one five to seven. So uh, pretty, pretty exciting game. Pretty back and forth, exciting game. I was in attendance for this game as well. It was a fun one to attend. Nice little day game. I'm, I'm nice and nice and sunburnt all over me. So that's always fun. Uh, because I'm not very smart uh, and did not wear any lick of sunscreen or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, not, not my brightest move, but also not my first, second, third, or fourth time doing it. So it's okay. Uh, do leading off goes 0 for Jonathan Scope with a nice rip. Robbie Grossman, man. Robbie Grossman's a dog. Robbie Grossman with two walks and a rip, gets on base three times. Fantastic game. Eric Haas with a nuke job. An absolute nuke by uh by, by Haas. That's his 15th homer of the year. This dude's got an 826 OPS with a 289 on base percentage. You know how good of a slugging percentage you have to have to have an almost an 830 OPS? With with a 289 on base percentage, you gotta be in the piss out of the baseball. Very, very impressive. Shows signs of unsustainability, but we won't talk about that. I, I really don't care. Truly, I don't. Usually I would care, I don't. Just keep winning, baby. Just keep winning. I love me, Samarikas. Jamie Candelario with a nice rip, also legs it out, extends it for a double. We keep talking about his slugging percentage. He's at 398 now. He is slowly. But surely getting to that 400 mark. His OPS is now 752. Willie Castro with a triple. He's back. And I guess that's a cool thing. Uh, Zach Short with also another home run. And then uh, the one that blew up my phone. Because anytime he does anything, 80 million people like to at me on Twitter and DM me about it. Victor Reyes goes yard with, uh, with a home run. And uh, and I believe what is technically it was technically is only at bat. Am I tripping? I don't know. Whatever. Too too <laughs> too scatterbrained to to think about that too hard. But Victor Reyes with a homer, seven runs for your Detroit Tigers. Pretty solid offensive performance. Um, this Rangers team, I've said it a million times this week, is terrible. Um, Fulty's not good anymore. Um, not that he ever reached some crazy high peak or anything, but I'm pretty sure he's given up more homers than like anyone in the American league, maybe even anyone in baseball. So like, again, we, we came in and did what we were supposed to do, which it should not be overlooked and should not be, not be taken for granted because for the last, you know, four years, you could argue we have there there haven't been any opponents in the league where that was a thing, especially since uh, you know, especially in the the end of 2018 and 2019, I mean there were there were there was a very long stretch there where there was no team that we went into and we were supposed to win. So I'm um, I don't want to downplay that. I don't want to downplay the the magnitude of being able, To say, hey, we're supposed to win this series and then do it. Because that's awesome. And it's been a very long time since we've been able to do that. So good on the offense. Good on the pitching. Good on everyone. Solid game. Um, The pitching, like I said, bullpen day. Tyler Alexander was, I guess, fine. Three and two thirds. Gave up a run. Four strikeouts. Ramirez is not good. I'll go on record. I would rather Alex Lang had his spot. Um, I like. I mean, he's like he's not. He's not good. I don't really understand. It's not like he has some high ceiling. Alex Lang e- easily has a higher ceiling than he does. Even if neither of them are that good, I you know. If he's going to be just like the first dude out of the pen in a bullpen day even, like I don't care. I don't know. That's just like a small thing. I I, I really like Alex Lang and I, I think he has really good stuff and if he just works on the command a little bit, it you know, it's over. Uh, which you could say about, you know, hundreds of people probably, but uh, I, I'm i just, Ramirez provides nothing for me. I mean, he is not good and doesn't have a high ceiling. I, I don't really know why he's here, so... That's just a small thing, I guess. I'll, I'll go on record and say I'd prefer Alex Lang. But regardless, he pitched today one and two-thirds and gave up three runs. Uh, you know, cool. Buck Farmer comes in, pitches uh, two-thirds of an inning, clean. Then Kyle Funkhauser comes in. Kyle Funkhauser, like, you know, we keep bringing it up. Quietly becoming one of the best relievers on this team somehow. Uh it's, an, it's awesome to see. He's pitching with a lot of confidence. He did give up one run, but he was stretched across two innings. Uh, so the ERA not uh, not too negatively affected because he got that extra inning of work in there. But, um, yeah, really, really solid performance by Funk. And then Soto shuts the door in the ninth for his 11th save of the year with a clean. Uh, not clean. He walked a guy, I think. Uh, relatively clean. Clean in the score run, board <laughs> in the scores column. Uh, ninth inning and he looks great too there was just like one batter that he kind of struggled with Uh, that was the walk um, as you could imagine everybody else he was was pretty on point with the slider has really been working lately for him and I love that oh I love Gregory Soto so much love that man All right, so there you have it your Detroit Tigers four games under 500, seven game winning streak they just can't stop losing not losing, they just can't stop winning. <laughs> I had a very, very long week, as uh, as those who follow me are aware. A fun one, one I would never trade for anything. But I am incredibly tired, so if I scramble words or something, I apologize. All right, let's get into uh, let's get into the some more Tigers talk and also our uh, our Prospect Friday, because that's what we do on Fridays here. But first, I got to talk to everybody about build bar. I could probably use a build bar right now. To be honest with you, that's probably something that that I should have done before I, uh, I started recording because Built Bars are so good for you and so good tasting. They're the perfect protein bar right when you're feeling like you're out of it. You're like, oh, you know that that two o'clock feeling. You're just tired. You need a quick little little boost of energy and a nice little slap in the face of protein. Built Bar has you covered. Comes in nine delicious flavors: coconut, cherry. Raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor currently is the cookies and cream. It's sensational. Phenomenal, some might even say. And if you haven't tried it or you don't know what flavors you'd like, you can get the mixed box, two of each flavors. I tell you guys that I'm a, I'm a big mixed box fan because it comes in and you just have free rent. You kind of be be a little nitpicky, be a little high maintenance, you know, treat yourself. So get get the mixed box, get get whatever. Then next time you'll you'll know what flavor you want to order. So good tasting, so good for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today. Get Get that orange, get that strawberry, get that salted caramel, whatever you'd like. Get that mixed box even. Bolt Bar is also the official protein bar of the US track and field team. How is like that's that's gotta be like the greatest sales pitch ever. Like you, you can you can literally eat what an Olympian's eating. That's how that's how healthy and and good tasting and good they are for you, all wrapped into one. Olympians are are literally eating this. So please get on the wave, get on the wave. Get on the wave. Go to built.com use promo code lock15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code lock15 for 50% off at built.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back here to Locked On Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today's Friday. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. You can follow me on Twitter at Bentley Scotty. Let's get into uh, a little bit of trade deadline discussion, and then we will get into uh, prospect review. So I am slowly, every day, I think more and more that we're not going to trade anyone at the deadline. Um, have a have a, had a conversation with someone earlier today about Matt Boyd. I I still think it makes way too much sense to move Matt boyd i don't think it really makes too much sense to hold on to him however we are now in a position where if we were to trade Matt boyd I, I the, we we need innings down the stretch man like whether you expect to win games and and keep this win streak alive or or you know just like play baseball I we need we need innings and we're not really getting that from too many people right now. And this bullpen is going to be absolutely obliterated by August 30th if we don't get some innings injected in here. So as as much as I think it makes so much sense to move Boyd, and I, I really don't see any purpose in keeping him as far as uh, like the the outlook of the future goes and, like, future plans Matt Boyd has with the Tigers. I don't think there are many. But he's got a year and a half of control left, and I'm really not sure they want to go through the entire second half of the season or or last, whatever, 60 games of the season, 65 games of the season, without, like... With just having a, a three bullpen games a week, and then the other two people on inning limits, I, like you have to find innings somewhere, and I'm not really sure where they're going to get them. I don't know. That's just a thought that I had today. Somebody asked me about uh, someone on Locked On. Actually, they're they're doing a piece on uh, possible trade targets at the deadline, kind of going around from from show to show and asking all the hosts their opinion on. Uh, the people on their team that are most likely to get moved, and Boyd was the Tigers for them. And I, I, had to, I had to explain, you know, they probably should. They definitely should, to be honest. They should have in 2019. We're two years late to this party as is. We can't make the same mistake twice. You got to move them. But I'm kind of scared that we're not. And I'm kind of scared that the justification for not will kind of make sense. Is it... <laughs> Like, is that weird to say? <laughs> like after the deadline when 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 one of the beat writers is like, oh, well, somebody's got to pitch innings. And we can't just do bullpen days every day. We're going to blow everybody out. Well, you know, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> and I don't like that it makes sense because we really should trade them. I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling at this point. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Matt Boyd. The other people, Jonathan Scope is is obviously obviously very controversial. Um, a lot of people have a lot of opinions on what to do with Jonathan Scope. I'm still uh, kind of in a... Mm, I I wouldn't be mad if he got extended, but I am not totally sold on like. I don't know, I, I, I've I said my piece, a, a plethora about Jonathan Scope, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole again, but that's another person to keep an eye on for, uh, and then the other one I would say is Robbie Grossman, just because that's a year and a half of a dude that is hitting the most home runs he's ever hit, and is like in the top five in all of baseball and drawing walks, uh, that, that could get you a lot of value because there's a year and a half left on that deal it'll be kind of interesting to to keep an eye on him too and uh we have all that that topped off with the fact that um you know alavila said that we're not rebuilding anymore so i don't and you know nobody knows what that means it could just be smoke and mirrors or gm talk or whatever but uh it's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be a really interesting uh next week here next whatever week and a half there is till the trade deadline Nelson Cruz traded out of the AL Central. He is officially a Tampa Bay Ray. Um, it was also brought to my attention after I was celebrating him leaving the AL Central that we actually have more games remaining against the Rays than we do the Twins, which is honestly hysterical. That is the most fitting thing I've I've ever heard. Uh, we just can't escape this man. He is he he is the boogeyman. He really is so. Uh, yeah, so the trades are, are starting to get kicked off, and we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see what the cats do, man. It's gonna be a heck of a heck of a whatever week week and a half we got left here. All right, let's get into uh prospect Friday. We're gonna start off with uh, with Spencer Torkelson. Okay, Spencer Torkelson homered again. Uh, last night when you're listening to this? Yeah, last night. Uh, so his stats on the season in AA are he's played 29 games there, so almost the same amount of games he played in West Michigan. He played 31 in high single A. So he's got 29 games played, 227 average, 345 on base percentage, 515 slugging for an 860 OPS. Um, the, the, you know, solid numbers. I'm not, not going to come on here and say they're not solid. The West Michigan numbers are uh, comfortably better. I mean, obviously he had, he had an over uh, over a thousand OPS there, so I, I really don't expect him to get called up to Triple A this year. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I don't see him uh, being, you know, if, if especially if he hangs around here, which a 30 game sample size is um, a lot more a lot more accurate than like you know looking at him a week into the season or whatever. So. Uh, I would say that yeah, you know he's batting 227. Uh The home the home runs is is certainly not the issue. Eight homers, actually nine after last night. Nine homers in uh, in 29 games. So his OPS will probably go up a little bit as well because uh, I don't think the stat I just read is including his OPS uh, or including the homer into that OPS. So it's probably a little bit higher too. Um, yeah, I I, I think. These are really solid and really encouraging, and we should all be very happy with them. I just don't think he's going to play higher than AA this year. Um, I, I think he's probably probably an eerie for the rest of the season, which I am totally, totally fine with. And uh, I think by the end of next season, we could uh, we could very well see him in Detroit, which is super, super exciting. So, uh, yeah, that's your Torgelson update. Still hitting bombs. Could Could hit for contact, I guess, a little bit better. Um, could maybe strike out a a hair less, but that, that one's pretty nitpicky. 24 Ks in 29 games isn't horrible. Um, yeah, like walk more, that would be the biggest one, I guess. And honestly, like, like he's walking at a, at a fine rate, I guess. It's more of just, you, you either have to walk even more or hit for a better average. You know, one of those two, you, you gotta do, um, which one to be honest with you, I don't really care as long as you do one of them. I don't, I don't really give a damn. I love walks, so I don't. I don't need you to. <laughs> I really don't need you to. Uh, to raise the average 50 points, if you just want to walk, you know, two more times a week, I'm fine with that. All right, so that'll be it for torque. Uh, we'll get into everybody else here on the other side of the break. But first, I got to talk to y'all about betonline.ag. Betonline is the fast and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball scenes in full swing. You can now track all the action at Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA actions. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't stay on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. So head to the website. Or is your mobile device on today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code lockdown? It's promo code lockdown for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Alright, everybody. Let's wrap her up here, eh? Let's uh, let's get into the last of prospects Friday. Um, okay. So we'll do the other uh, the other usuals, and then we only have one non-usual today, but it's a pretty sizable conversation, so I want to save him for the end. Uh, and, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you get it, yeah. Okay, uh, I want to save him for a second to last. Let's just get Brian Packard out of the way, because uh, I know people still like to give me a hard time because he's not hitting very well this year. Uh, 222 average, 310 on base percentage, 369 slugging, 678 OPS not not ideal certainly not ideal did not have a great week this week either uh, you battled injury stuff early on like I said last week the OBP compared to the average I don't mind right I, I I like on base percentage being 90 points higher than the batting average it's just the batting average is only 220 so the 310 on base percentage is not very good um but I I don't mind the the rate that he's walking at. It's just like pretty much. I mean, the, the power is really the, the one of the biggest things. A three sixty nine slugging percentage is uh, is certainly not ideal. That's that's pretty darn low. Uh, so needs to hit for a lot more extra base hits. Just needs to hit a lot more in general, really, because with his walk rate, like I said, I'm I'm fine with the with the LBP being high, ninety points higher than the average. He just you know needs a better average, um, and needs more power. That's really all it comes down to. So we're gonna keep an eye on him. Hopefully, he'll continue to, uh, to to you know take a step in the right direction. I think next year will be big for him. He can come in fully healthy and all that. And and I think also trying to find a position for him is has is, is got a way on got him on a man. Uh, so we'll see. It's just. If you expect me to like give up on him because of this season, like you're ridiculous. Like I said, and I've said it every week, he, he has raked everywhere he's ever played. And uh this is not I, I don't believe that this is an indication of of like, oh Brian Packard's not a good hitter. No, you're ridiculous and wrong, and he's gonna prove it to you as uh as he keeps growing. So still, still still my boy. Still, still love me some Brian Packard, eh? Okay, uh, Dylan Dingler, uh, a nice little, nice little step forward this week. He was really struggling there last week, really, really struggling. Um, had a couple of nice games, still not, you know, nothing fantastic, but uh, had a, had a couple of nice games this week. Two hundred four average, two sixty six on base percentage, three thirty seven slugging. Those are not good numbers whatsoever. That's a six hundred three OPS. Certainly not. Uh, what? anybody wants to see him at um and like i said last week there's a number of factors that could that could be at play here just catching at the professional level this long into the season something he's probably never done before and also you know the difference between high single a and double a is pretty sizable it's one of the bigger jumps you'll take in uh in the road to uh i mean triple a to the majors is the biggest for obviously so um i guess i would say from from like the the from the lower levels of the minors, like the rookie leagues and such from there to and like the portals and stuff and and all that from there to low single a i'd say is probably one of the biggest ones then high single a to double a is a really big one um yeah i, I would i would say those are probably the two biggest so just several factors at play. He had he had a nice game this week, a couple nice games this week. Um, I'm I'm not really worried about him at all. I, I think this is just part of uh, a being a catcher and b just growing into uh, just growing into himself as a player. I, I really don't think that this is uh, a bad thing at all. And uh, I, I still have full faith that he'll be fine. So Dylan Dingler, nothing to worry about. Don't worry. Nothing to worry about, don't worry. You can tell I'm tired. Okay, Riley Green. This one, uh, you know. So Riley Green, 270 batting average, 352 OBP, 460 slugging for an 812 OPS. I love this man more than anyone. I think he has the highest ceiling in the entire organization, higher than any of the big three pitchers, and higher than Torque. I really do. I think he has MVP caliber ceiling. I'm gonna be completely honest, an 812 OPS in 62 games in double AA is not overly like blowing me away. Not that it's bad. I'm not disappointed. I'm not like, oh my gosh, this dude's a bust. I still hold all my sentiment and all my opinions on him. I just, you know, it'd be nice to see a little bit more. And he's still only 20. He still has has plenty of time to grow. And uh, this is not a slam piece, and all these people are going to come at me now because I said i Be like, oh, you know, you're an idiot, blah blah blah, and you, you're you're giving up on and whatever. I am just stating that in my opinion, objectively. I guess that doesn't really make sense, right? If it's my opinion, it's subjectively. In my, I really just said in my opinion, objectively. That's. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. Um, so I cracked myself up. I'm sorry. I I would just... I, I I think there's a lot of room for improvement at the plate. That's all. I think that, that you could see more walks. 352 OBP with a 270 average is not bad, but it could be higher. And a 460 slugging, certainly not bad. He has 10 homers in 62 games, but that could be higher. He has more homers than he has doubles, right? and that you know that's one thing if you're hitting you know 60 homers but you know we're talking we're talking about 10 which in 60 games again none of this is bad i'm just saying an 8 12 ops is not like blowing me out of the water like oh my gosh he's in, and and the, I will say this this week he has he has looked really really good defensively so I'm, I'm, again, trying all my best here to explain to you that this is not like me slandering his future outlook or how good I think he's going to be. All I'm saying is in the current state of him, does that, does that make sense? In in his current state, I would just like to see a little bit more. I think, I think there's a little bit more room for improvement. Okay, I'll put it that way. This isn't... A guy that's like on the cusp of going to A, in my opinion. That that's what that's all I'm trying to say. There's still a lot of room for improvement here at the A level, um, and I I think uh, I don't know. I think he might just be in A all year. Nothing wrong with that at all. He's only 20. He's got plenty of time. But um, yeah, I think that uh, I think there's there's still some some room for improvement there. All right, let's end on. Oh uh, well, yeah, let's just do it. Let's end on Roberto. Carlos Campos, uh, the the highly talked about um, – what's it called? Oh, my gosh. My brain is literally eggs. I'm so sorry. Uh, the uh, – man, like the – what's it called, dude? What is happening to me? What is going on right now? International free agent prospect. That's what I'm thinking. Thank you. We signed up from the international pool. A couple years ago now, and he was kind of like this joke in the Tigers community of like, oh my gosh, like he doesn't actually even exist. He's just someone that Avila's been hyping up for two years now, but no one's actually ever seen him or seen him take an at-bat or anything. And he was only 16 years old when we signed him. and So he does exist, and he's finally playing like professional, like we keep stats at this level baseball, uh, which is awesome. Uh, he's playing in the rookie league. He's playing right field. Um, and he's, he's not hitting very well whatsoever. And a lot of people, a lot of people have asked me to talk about him. So I don't have, you know, I'm not, not gonna there's minuscule tape on him. So I, I don't have the ability to, to, uh, to go, you know, full in depth of why he's struggling and the mechanics of him or whatnot. But well, I mean, we could definitely talk about him. I can give kind of my opinion on, on, on where I see him going forward. He He's not hitting well. In in thirteen games down in the rookie league of the FCL, so this is this is below any of the A's, right? This is this is the very very low level of the minor leagues. Uh, He's 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 eighteen years old, so that's why. In thirteen games, he has eighteen strikeouts, only two walks. He has a two oh eight average, a two forty on base percentage, a four seventeen slugging, which leaves him at a six fifty seven OPS. well, the noticeable thing is that the slugging percentage is actually not bad for how horribly he's hitting, <laughs> right? So he, he he's hitting 208 and barely walking uh, and striking out quite, quite frequently. But when he does hit the ball, I mean, he has three homers in 13 games and a double. So he has four extra base hits in 13 games. Four extra base hits in 10 total hits, actually. So there you go. Uh, pretty, per, not bad at all. The slugging percentage at 417 is, is definitely not the problem. Uh, the problem is uh, the strikeout rate is pretty darn high. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the on-base percentage is the biggest one, right? He has a 240 on-base percentage. That's that's not good at all. So, the thing with Roberto Campos here is... The hype around him, is, like like on some list, he's a top 10 prospect in this organization. The thing with all of these guys, all these dudes that come over and get signed when they're 16 and then get put into the, the, the portal and the, the international portal and the GCL and all that, and they come over and like 70% of them you never hear from again. They come through, they flame out. They go and have lives. Campos, what was supposed to be not that, right? Supposed to be, supposed to be the one of the headliners, one of the. Oh my gosh, Elavila actually does sign people in international free agency, right? And it's thirteen games, so we all need to collectively take a deep breath. It's thirteen games, okay? He's eighteen years old, and it's thirteen games. The swing does look good. There's a lot of power in there. He just, uh, I think he needs to, to to mature a little bit. That's all, and he will have plenty of time to do that. If you expect me to come on here and write a dude off 13 games into his professional career at 18 years old, you don't know me, and you came to the wrong place because that is not going to happen. Um, the like I said, slugging percentage is good. He's making good contact. Just needs to, you know, actually make contact more. So it'll be keep an eye on him. It's fun, it's fun. It's fun. We're having fun. Pro, prospects are fun, man. It's fun to keep tabs on them and, and keep an eye on them and such. Um It'll be interesting. It'll be really, really interesting to see kinda of, uh where where he goes from here. Um I think that he is I, I mean, like, he, he he's, he's raw, okay? We'll end on this because I feel like I'm just stumbling and, and I can tell my uh, that I'm rambling and, and my brain is pretty much shut off at this point. So I really apologize if this is, like, horrible quality and you're just like, I'm turning this off. I, I really am sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I try my best for all these. Um, I think that he is – the, the ceiling is there. He's just super raw. He's super raw. He has all the intangibles. He's a big kid, 6'3", 200 pounds. He's athletic. He's fast along with that. Like, the the, the the raw talent is there. It's just, that's what it is. It's raw. He has a very high ceiling. He just also has an incredibly low floor. Which is something I feel like I've said a million times in the last two weeks because of the draft and Jackson Job and all that. But he applies to that. And even more so applies to that because he's literally 18 years old. Nobody knows what you're going to be when you're 18, man. So keep an eye on him. But there's a lot of people that are like, oh, my gosh, he sucks. Like, dude, (laughs) you're tweeting this six games into his career. Like, you got to calm down a little bit. Some people, man, unbelievable. All right, that's uh, that's your update. I am going to uh, take the weekend, recover, and then come back hopefully a lot more awake and energized next week because I feel like I was very, I don't know, (laughs) ever since the draft, I feel like you've just gotten like an exhausted version of me, and I don't want that to be uh, the new product I'm putting out there. So I apologize, but thanks for staying with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks to all the people that uh, this week when I was at the game, all all the games, uh, reached out and, and, and whatever, introduced themselves, got pictures and stuff. It was awesome. I love meeting you guys. I love interacting with you guys. Uh, so yeah, I'll be back Monday. Peace and love going to therapy's dope. And I will catch y'all have a great weekend and, uh, NHL draft tonight, baby. See you with the wing. who see with the wings. Take at one six. All right. See you all Monday. Go Tigers, baby.